Hello and welcome to another edition of Out of the Blue Podcast from Blue Zion Ministries. Grafted, gifted, and grounded with whole tree theology right out of the 11th chapter of Romans, connecting the covenant pages of the seamless 66 books of the Bible we hold in our hands. We are dedicated to help, encourage, and inspire you to live the Word of God out loud. And now, here's your Out of the Blue host, Evangelist S.J. Norlock. Praise the Lord. Shalom, shalom. Another episode of Out of the Blue from Blue Zion Ministries. I pray this episode finds everyone doing awesome, blessed, and um, just with a storehouse mentality that our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. Uh, I want to also say just a, a huge Happy New Year to everyone. I know we're already uh, here on the 17th of January. Hard to believe, but we are already trucking for truth in it. Uh, and uh, But I pray everyone's just having a good, good New Year. Churches are blessed and the fire is falling. The waters are stirred healings, miracles, signs, and wonders. Uh, We're so grateful for what God is already doing. We had just been on a busy month tour, an awesome tour. Brother Sister Shell, missionaries from Germany. We were in Bavaria, Augsburg, that area, preaching, reaching there, and uh, just some great fellowship, uh, seeing souls touched, and what a great time it was. And then also some uh, Sometime in Mississippi, Georgia, some great conferences that we were at. Heard some great preaching. I, I was soaking it up as well. And uh, so I thank God for that. Blue Zion is just blessed by so many. I'm thankful for those that are jumping on board. Uh, we appreciate all those that are, uh, as it were, pressing that button to support us. Uh, just recently had a pastor jump on board with that. So thankful. Of course, always go through your pastor, Israel tours, different things. Uh, we're looking forward to our Israel tour end of April, early May. There's still a little window here to jump on board. So if you can, uh, contact us. Uh, look at our website, bluesineministries.com. Love to have you on board. Uh, just looking for a tremendous time. Already have a lot of great, great people coming on board with us. So we're excited. All right, I just wanted to dive in today and uh, begin to look at the book of Hebrews chapter number 11. I know bells are going off right there. You know where we're heading with that. Just a couple of the uh, points we're going to be talking about is just pursuing the Lord, the hiding place, being hidden, and uh, actually God hiding as well. So uh, if I could entitle this, I'd like to just put a little tag to it, uh, hidden twice, hidden twice. So looking at the book of Hebrews chapter 11, uh, it begins to talk about that faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. So faith walking and talking is definitely a heavenly good report. And we thank God that the world's reframed by it which are seen were not made of things which do appear by faith Abel, by faith Enoch. Uh, And of course it goes on by faith Noah, by faith Abraham. And we could go on, just wonderful, wonderful chapter. But verse number six says, but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is 
And I love this, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. One of my faves right there, he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He's the awesome God uh, that um, knows exactly what we need. And the sparrow, he knows when it falls, the number of hairs on the head, uh, the flower that, um, amen, he is not, as if it were, unattentive to. He knows exactly what's taking place. But of them that diligently seek him, so it's this diligence of seeking him. And I get this feeling uh, that God loves, as it were, to play hide and go seek. <laughs> uh, is it possible then for those that seek him? I mean, we could talk about uh, the power of importunity for the man that said, I need some bread in the midnight hour. I love that story and how that not just because he's a friend, but because of his importunity. And because this friend irritated him in the night hour, of course, the inside man says, my kids are in bed, it's late, please come another time, as it were, amen. But he says, no, I've had some uh, benevolent company come over, I need, some, I need some assistance. So his importunity got him some bread. How about the unjust judge? Amen, it's the lady that kept on irritating him. Uh, again, you could also call that importunity to where he gave her uh, amen, what she needed that day as well. Zacchaeus, uh, you could look th through this in the lens of culture. Uh, he would have probably went into what was called a fig tree, probably a pig fig, they call it. A large leaves, branches were a little closer to the ground, but figs that grew on there that were not necessarily for human consumption, possibly, but more for animal consumption. Pigs, different things you could say. Uh, that maybe even the Gentiles would use it for in that time and hour. But uh, here's a man, Renoan, in the city that got Jesus' attention. And Jesus said, I'll come to your house because of this. Uh, the centurion soldier that simply had enough, could I, gay, uh, could I say, administrative sense uh, to say, no, I don't uh, have to come into my house. Uh, amen. You can just say the word. So God loves those that seek him out, as it were. This diligently seeking him. Uh, I, I love it in the sense of the singularity that David said, one thing that I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. Not several things, not many things, but the one thing. So he knew that if I could diligently seek him, all of the things would fall into place. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Knock and the door shall be opened. Seek and ye shall find, uh, the Messiah said to us. So what is this uh, concerning seeking? How can we maybe look for a seamless 66 here? Something that would uh, maybe help us tie in Old Testament, New Testament, uh, tie in here. Well, I'm looking at Deuteronomy 31 in verse number 18. Uh, talks about, Amen. The children of the Lord, anger kindled against them uh, and about hiding his face for them. Panim, the face of the Lord. Verse 18 says, and I will surely hide my face in that day for all the evils which they have or they shall have wrought in that they are turned unto other gods. 
Now, therefore, write ye this song for you and teach it to your children, to the children. Put it in their mouths that this song may be a witness for me against the children of Israel. He wanted embedded in them so much that I want you to put it in song format. Break out the harp, break out the tambourine, break out the dance. Something that's put to tune is put to memory. And so I want this to be put to memory. But he says, I will surely hide my face in that day for all the evils. Hide my face. The Hebrew uh, would simply be uh, something along the lines of Hatar Panai, uh, Hasatar Panai, Hasatar Panai. Um, hiding the face. Uh, I will surely hide my face in that day. Surely hide. So it's, it's, if you look at this, there is, uh, as uh, some of the material that I was reading is Chaim ben Torah, Hebrew word study. He began to say that oftentimes we would speak of God of anthropomorphically, symbolizing, describing to him like in a human body. You know, God's eyes, uh, God's hands reach out. So we'll put him in that physical connotation. But how about feelings? Oftentimes we'll almost neglect that. But of course, the anger of the Lord is kindled. Amen. Uh, does he dance over us? Uh, does he get emotional? Does God have feelings? He sure does. Uh, so there is this um, man called Herschel. Herschel that told a story of Rabbi Dov Be'er, who was walking a street accompanied by his disciple and saw a little girl hiding in an, uh, off to the side weeping. Why are you crying, little girl? asked the rabbi. She replied, I was playing hide-and-seek with my friends, but they didn't come looking for me. So this rabbi sighed and said to his students, In the answer and the tears of that little girl, I heard the weeping of the Shekinah, the Shekinah. I will surely hide my face. So is it possible that God will hide his face from his people sometimes because we get used to things. We get uh, familiar to things. I often say to different congregations, amen, I don't want to walk into a service to where, as if it were, uh, amen, where his presence no longer impresses me. I want to be impressed by his presence every time I walk through the doors, every time I wake up in the morning. It's the God of heaven that touches his children. I am a friend of God, Havrim. Amen. And so I don't want to ever get used to um, things that are around us. I was looking through the window not too long ago out of my home. Uh, you can see just bare trees and the sticks. It's brown looking. It's the dead of winter. But yet the, there's a tree that's still, you know, uh, still green out there and um, some kind of fern tree. And there was the red cardinal sitting in the midst of it. Wow, it was just... Uh, the red cardinal and the green amongst and amidst all of the all of the brown and the drab, as it were, for the time being, got my attention. I don't want to get used to it. You know, during the summertime, you know, you can see a cardinal. That's kind of that's kind of nice. But my in the in this landscape that made a differentiation is like, whoa, that got my attention. I don't want to look up at the moon. Oftentimes, we'll just not do it. But my, if you could look up and really think of the sunrise, really think of the moonrise, as it were, uh, amen. I don't want to become used to the presence of God, used to the face of God. Uh, so God sometimes, I think, hides himself. He wants to be pursued. He wants to be uh, the God that, uh, amen, we long for, uh, the God that will hide himself. Uh, 
uh, I believe it's Psalm chapter 30 and verse number 7, that David says it this way, Lord, Yehovah, by thy favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. Thou didst hide thy face, and I was troubled. So David recognized God will sometimes hide his face. And I love David's response. I'm troubled. I, I don't want you hiding. I don't want God, amen, to, to evacuate from my situation. But I believe he does it so that he plays a little hide-and-go-seek. He wants us to seek him. He wants us to diligently find him. Seek him out, says the centurion. Be zealous, says Zacchaeus. Uh, amen. Uh, for the one that's seeking the bread, knock on the door in the midnight hour. Uh, so that, amen, God is pleased to know that our heart beats, amen, for his presence. I've got to have in the midst. Could it be that our anthem th- should be in the year of 23? Amen. God, I've got to feel you every day. I've got to have your presence. Amen. I am a broken vessel. I need you in the midnight hour. My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies. Make thy panim face to shine upon thy servant. Save me. Be not silent. Amen. Hide me in the secret uh, of thy presence from the pride of man. Amen. Thou shalt keep me or keep them secretly in a pavilion from the from the strife of tongues. So I, I want to be hidden in him. Uh, and if he hides from me, I want to seek him out. But something's happening in this chapter. Something's happening in this verse of Deuteronomy 31 and 18. It says, surely. If you look this up, and I won't go into a lot of the detail, uh, but there is some of the um, antics of verbiage here. Amen. Concerning, uh, in the English, we would call it uh, surely hide. But this is written in an infinitive. In the Hebrew, one way to communicate the intensity of a verb is to precede the verb with its own infinitive. Again, to render it in English would be like, surely hide. And that's what the English says. So in other words, it's suggesting, it's a certain suggesting that hiding itself is hidden. So God is hiding twice. I'm not just pulling back, but I'm, I'm, I'm hiding within the pulling back. I'm hiding within the hiding. In other words, it, 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 it leans to the suggestion that if God pulls back to hide so that we seek him, what if we don't seek him, just like the little girl that was hiding and no one sought her, so she ended up in tears? Is it possible then, in a nutshell, that God removes his presence from us and we do not search him or seek him out? This rejection then will cause him such grief that he will hide in his hiding so that he may go away and weep because his heart is broken because we haven't sought him out. So I want to desperately say and desperately, amen, uh, lean into the chest of the Messiah, lean into the heartbeat of God today. I, 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 I want to I weep where he's weeping and say, God, I don't want you to weep that way. I don't want your heart to be broken. I don't want you to hide in the hiding on my behalf that I didn't seek you out. Amen. When you pulled away a little bit, playing the hide and go seek. You wanted me to seek you. You did it for a purpose. All things work together for the good. You, you hid for a reason. There is a certain season, a certain happening here. 
God loves to be pursued, so I don't want to ignore the time when God wants me to pursue his presence. I've got to, I've got to pursue his presence. I've got to know that he knows that I love him. And I don't want him weeping for me behind the scenes. God's got to know that it's the one thing that I desire that I'll seek after. Amen. So God will surely hide or hide in his hiddenness that he may or might weep over his own broken heart. So I challenge you today. Amen. If you feel that God has left you for a moment or you feel, whoa, whoa, I don't feel him today like I need to. Don't let that be a deterrent. Perhaps God is allowing this for you to run after him. Be a, as, as we would call it, a God chaser. Chase him down. Look for him in another room. Uh, if, 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 if for some reason you can't find him in that room, run to another. Amen. Seek him out. Find him. Amen. Because God cares. God cares. You're valuable. And your friendship is valuable to the Lord. And your journey is a joy to him. This process uh, that you're in, amen. Just know that God's got this in the process. Amen. My heart is fixed. My mind is set. If there's opposition that comes your way, don't stop seeking him. He just may have said, I'm going to play a little hide-and-go-seek to see if they'll seek me in this manner. And I want to be such a friend of God, if it's at all possible, amen, that he's assured that I'll come running to find him. I never want him to hide twice. I never want to break the heart of God that he's weeping because I didn't. And it's not the end. It's not... Uh, could I say, a consummating failure if God's weeping. Know that he cares for you that much. You're valuable in his presence. It's like a pilgrim's process or a pilgrim's progress. No matter what, keep on keeping on. The celestial city is there. Amen. There's a certain euphoria of being found. I know when I was a kid, my heart was beating Amen. You could you could hear your breath, the breathing, and the heart beating in the place that you're hiding. <laughs> Maybe it's a closet somewhere, crouched in the corner. I don't think they can find me here, but there was something about this thought of wow, they're seeking after me. I don't know, just kind of a euphoria. The crowd sought him. There's something about the crowd seeking him. Amen. That I believe God honored, and He healed them. The miracles were wrought. So in 23, let the miracles flow, let the water flow, let the well, amen, that never runs dry, uh, amen, just constantly uh, be, a, be a refuge for you, the manna that falls, the, amen, the celestial city that's before you. Well, all right, I know I'm out of time and I took it way too late today. Uh, we're looking forward to more episodes. So we covered your prayers um, our prayer is that you will just reach out and touch that hem of his garment really on a daily basis. Amen. Be true. Amen. Get a hold of the blue. Amen. The one God, the one word, the one faith, the one baptism. Aren't you glad for the truths that God has given? Amen. Be that soul winner this year. Be the one that prays, stays. But hey, amen. But be the one that when you play hide and go seek, seek him. Seek him, because he's seeking you today. Love you. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us. 
We hope you've had your inspiration moment today. As we continue to pray for you, please remember to pray for this ministry as we endeavor to work in the kingdom of God. If you feel led to support this ministry, you can visit us on the web at bluezionministries.com to partner with us in evangelism. While there, you can also find prayer journals and music CDs available for purchase. And be sure to check out our Israel tour information if you'd like to find out more about visiting the Holy Land with us. It's all at bluezionministries.com. We look forward to our time with you next week here on Out of the Blue Podcast. Please invite a friend and remember, remain zealous over Zion.